So I was just going to open quickly by saying we're changing our posting time for all of our 10 fans. <laughs> um, no, we have a few more than that, but we're changing our posting. We're going to start posting on a Monday night for a Tuesday morning. Uh, our theory is it will give us a bit more time to do stuff over the weekend because at the moment we're recording and I'm editing on a Sunday, so it's, it's a lot. not it's not working. And we currently are traveling a little bit more, so we're going to use that time more productively. So uh, yeah, just trying this on. Yeah, we'll give it a go. See how we get on. I know a few people commented on the improved quality of us not being in the car, but tough. Um, <laughs> well, we'll it's see. not it's not possible right now for us to fit in a studio recording session every week. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it is what it is. We record it in the car. That was always the plan. So that's what we're going to do. Complete with uh, loser car driver sound effects in the background. It's as polite as I can muster tonight. <laughs> So where'd you go, Jessica? Oh, one thing, you need to stay and listen to the end for the uh, real-life swamp donkey uh, description from uh, from me yesterday. Oh, yes, that was excellent. And, uh, yeah, but you need to stay at the end for that. It was quite a good amount of bush time and bushwhacking this weekend. Uh, it was. Yeah, prior to, I think, Sundays, we were having to kind of race home a little bit, and nobody wants to do that. We want maximum, maximum hours in the forest. Especially with the daylight being so... Uh, Precious? Yeah, right at this time of the year, so... So anyway, we are going to talk about New Spot. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been on the list for quite some time. So where'd we go, Jessica? We went to, I'll give you a hint, gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> Does Will listen to this? <laughs> it's his spot. Um, we went to Turkey Point, which is, even from where we are now, is an hour and a half, but from Toronto is, is, a, good, is a good two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would say it's worth the journey at least once or twice a year after our little excursion there. Absolutely. So it's in the the county of Norfolk. Is that even correct? Norfolk County. Of course you pronounce it funny. So there's a Norfolk in England, obviously, because there's always a... You know. So it would be to the southwest of Toronto, um, pretty much directly south of maybe Woodstock-ish? Yeah, I think sounds about um, right. Sort of between, yeah, I would say directly south of Woodstock and um, close to Long Point. So I think it's on Long Point Bay. And it was a really sweet little community. Like, um, I, I wasn't quite expecting that. Almost like a little college, college, cottage community, little town. I'm sure that there's some folks that live there year-round, but uh, 
It was quite Quebec-esque, wasn't it? Well, that one hill that we went down certainly was. It even had a fun name, like Sleepy or Creepy Hollow. Spooky Hollow. (laughs) Sleepy Hollow, (laughs) Creepy Hollow. Jamie got it. Spooky Hollow, yeah. That's Um, the one. No, that was was an interesting approach to a set of mountain bike trails, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I definitely got excited just at the end of the drive there for the sort of territory that we were about to be embarking on. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it was our first time there. We, uh, just just to kind of put this in perspective, we did maybe six or seven miles. I had a couple of mechanicals and Jessica's still sort of, I mean, not... I was going to say still trying to get to grips with your leg, but that's not true. But you're taking it a bit easier, I think, than you probably were before. Well, yes, but that being said, for what we were doing that day and the conditions and the la la la, I was kind of giving it my all. (laughs) We'll explain, I'll explain a little bit more as we get into it. But uh, yeah, you're different conditions I'm kind of uh, riding a little bit differently right like in other conditions I would be being maybe super cautious and hesitant Uh, and the snowy conditions that we were in that was like super fluffy snow um, I, I felt fairly comfortable and also let's talk about the pace in which we were going right, very slow so you fall off into a pillow right it's pretty like... much um, so I was not feeling like I was having to be oh so super cautious not more than not any more or less than regular um, again just based on the speed and also the landings uh, and lack of hills that really were, we were going on on the trails so to put it in perspective we did uh, like I said just over six miles so let's say 10 or 11 kilometers there's 90 kilometers plus of trails there so we well, we did you know probably 10% maybe a little over 10% of what is available and that uh, took to us ride. sorry and that took us a good amount of time. I mean, I know you. we had to come <laughs> back. back well, we had a bit of a situation there. But of actual riding time, that was a significant amount of riding time to cover that much ground. It is so much slow, slower on in that amount of snow on a fat bike. Yeah. And true. it is hard work. Yeah, we, uh, I ran tire pressures too low and then lost all the air, so we ended up walking back because I didn't take a pump with us. I mean, there's a few other reasons why that happened, but... Um, but yeah, I would say we were riding a little more than walking pace, and uh, yeah, you had the odd downhill, and even if you got a downhill, which wasn't very long at all, the condition was so bad that you kind of probably going to wipe out and lose all your speed anyway. Yeah, like front wheel slide out. Uh, And it had been groomed as well, so... uh. That being said, we were the first ones on it, uh, on the freshly groomed trail, and it was such light, fluffy snow, like Jamie said, that um, it was was hard work to go even on the groomed. It's weird, though, because it's light and fluffy snow on a groomed trail and it's minus seven yet it's just it was it's just slight I'm what 
this is my third year of a fat bike and I still am like don't know what the hell is going on with the weather conditions it just seems so hit and miss right it's like you don't know till you get there almost yeah it's a bit finicky but even on our our kind of second go around after the repair which was it, harder you thought didn't you no well actually I don't know it was that stretch where somebody had snowshoed on top of it that was very very short stretch it was actually <laughs> it was packed down a bit more you could get a little bit of speed going and by a little I mean hardly any but more than the pace of a snail yeah or a tortoise yeah um so on the trails themselves yes it would appear that uh, Turkey Point mountain bike club or trail association which I'll put a link in the description they groom in the winter if there's snow also Turkey Point is quite unique in Ontario because they don't tend to close because it's sandy it drains super quickly so it's normally the first place to open after the sleep after the winter to normal riding and it just seems that they have a pretty positive let's get people riding attitude um, which I appreciate the membership fees is ten dollars per visit per visit or thirty two dollars did I say I think thirty five thirty five dollars for a year membership which all goes into building the trails even the signage they have is better than anywhere else I've been for a long time and did you say as well that if you're unsure if you want to join as a annual member that you can go and pay your ten dollars to check it out and then that ten dollars would count toward a membership yeah, if you, you so can convert chose. that to a full-blown membership which i thought is kind of cool yeah to try before you buy or whatever yeah i mean yeah. it's a small thing but i think it's a nice thing to be mentioned yeah i would i would agree um it's not like they're certainly not trying to gouge you there's a lot of trails down there as well, like that 90 odd kilometres, I mean you could easily spend two or three days down there and not, you know, run out of stuff to ride, um, and especially if you rented or airbnb one of those like waterfront or wooded area cottages you would be, or even that shed. <laughs> I, that's what I had my eyes on was the shed or like Plunkett trailer or that little teardrop trailer that we saw. Yeah. Yes please. So, just on the trail stuff, like I said, good signage, uh, good trail maps. There's two or three different, like there's east trails and west trails, but there's there's a few chunks of trail. And I haven't been in the summer, but it looks like there's enough riding there that you're not going to run into each other. Um, everybody we met as well was super friendly, actually. Um, apart from... Actually, everybody we met not on the mountain bike was super friendly. There was the uh, the e-biker dude that couldn't really speak, but, you know. Who knows if he was listening. Maybe he was listening to our podcast. Maybe, or maybe he was, like, <laughs> you know, from another country and didn't understand. Hello, I don't know, but whatever. No, I bet you he was listening to our <laughs> podcast. That's exactly what he was doing. So, yeah, super friendly area good trails we talked to a couple of cross-country skiers um, some guy that just started cross-country skiing everybody's super happy um, and enthusiastic I'm just friendly yeah but we only did see the one mountain biker that was it eh yeah we did like 
for a gorgeous Saturday. It was, you know, about noon when we arrived. There was hardly anyone there. Yeah. I mean, even the car park. Um, so, actually, I did want to mention that. That excellent drive-in that we had. So, you, you kind of just go to the end of uh, your directions there. The end of a road. And, like, it dead ends into the parking lot. There's multiple car parks, though. I tried to pick the one in the middle. Oh, okay. And I'll put a link to that one. But there are other car parks as well. And I don't know if any of them have facilities or not. I suspect not in the winter. But just as a side note, we only parked in one. And we picked the one in the middle of everything I picked. So. Okay, good to know. Um, that was really all I was going to say about that then. And the one we picked is close to the uh, farm shop cafe cider place. Yes. Where you get a discount if you're a member of the Man of Bike Club. Yeah, do you want me to tell our... Yeah, I think you should talk about that for a minute. So, we saw a really cool little market on the... Sort of just before the turn-off on the way in. And I believe that it is called the Cider Keg Farm Market. And... Apparently, it's in Victoria, Ontario. Link in the description below. Yes. And you will meet the lovely Tracy and Clark, who were ever so nice to us. I have nothing but, like, the most positive things to say about that whole experience and them and their shop. Um, wow, where do I even begin? <laughs> <laughs> well, with the hot drink, I think, as soon as we walked in, probably. Yes. I was so snoozy after that ride. It was, I was snoozy as we were pedaling back, to be honest. Um, so we stopped in really just looking for a coffee and to just check it out. Then we found a big old homemade apple fritter donut. <laughs> Freshly made in-house, I do believe. Yeah. Then, I discovered a chest freezer. <laughs> Since it's not the season to be scooping cones. But check this out. Not only did they have, like, um, tubs of ice cream. They even had Hewitt's in there. I'll shout out to. Um, but they had some sort of small tubs of, well, they were like decanted tubs into smaller tubs. Large tubs decanted into smaller tubs. It was probably the end bits from the previous season. Yeah. Uh, so, a, at, a variety... At, at a discounted price as well. Yes. A variety of sizes of containers and it was just perfect because... Know, it, it was minus a million out. Just but I couldn't say no to ice cream, especially after a ride. So I got a nice little two dollar one of pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. And it was ever so good. But also the coffee, I mean the coffee was good, but the um I was more thinking of the cups, they were cool. The cups were extremely cool. I've never seen a cup so cool ever. It was. It was like, it looked like a little um, Chinese takeout box, like cardboard box, you know, that folds up at the top. But yeah. it was a coffee cup. 
bit like a little sippy thing so you didn't spill it but the lid means it doesn't get cold as well so it was it was excellent Clever. and they were saying that they're open well we they're open 11 months of the year but they have seating outside and they cater they have a full-time chef and they cater for groups uh, they definitely cater for mountain bikers they have a trail map up there um they give a discount if you're a member. We, yeah, I thought that was cool. We have some projects coming up next year that we're looking at, or this year actually, and we suggested we might want to bring a couple of groups, and they were like, yep, yeah, we'll put on something for you, we'll give you somewhere to sit. Um, so yeah, I they were super helpful, really friendly, and exactly what mountain bike places need, to be honest. So encouraging and just welcoming and just excellent yeah it was uh, it was a good it was a fairly positive experience visiting Turkey Point that was an equally positive experience which sometimes it isn't but that was excellent and I can't wait to see their ice cream selection come summertime or some of their fresh bread and other stuff yeah or whatever else this full time chef is doing <laughs> is knocking it out of there holy smokes they had some really nice looking um pastries or or like the donuts and cinnamon buns and my goodness one of my other all-time favorite things are rice crispy squares and they had rice crispy squares with loopy fruits in them <laughs> oh, what don't they have so yeah turkey point definite plus we'll probably do another podcast around turkey point once uh, either we ride more of those trails when we go back or in the spring for sure i think we're gonna probably go a few times now as it's uh, it's a bit further but it's it's a pleasant drive from us isn't it no highways involved so i wonder too if there's anywhere that we could maybe just camp out in the summertime too yeah i was going to investigate that because it would be a good uh, even go down friday evening ride all day saturday come back saturday night um, but yeah anybody listening want to sponsor us with a camper van give me a call <laughs> <laughs> Anything else to add on Turkey Point? We didn't really see any edibles, did we? It was a bit snow-covered and cold. Quite. And I thought that I saw an owl, but I can't be sure that I'm speaking for truth. And uh, it felt like there were wild cougars in there, but I mean, who knows? eh? I told you I was riding along (laughs) saying, Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. (laughs) I was looking for a snowcat. Or a lynx. Yeah. Yeah. No, sadly. I did see a lot of big footprints, like dog footprints. I assume they were... Yeah, well, maybe. But I think I was going to say it's probably like a poodle, not a a wolf or a coyote. And then, just quickly, on a slightly different note, we we thought we'd do some of our own trail grooming yesterday. So, close to us there's a quarry. We've mentioned the quarry before. We uh, went and stomped around in snowshoes. Uh, how was that experience? Fantastic. So let me just add, Jamie's on the hunt for this trail that he knows exists <laughs> and he can't, he hasn't, he has yet to find it. And I mean, perhaps after a fresh snowfall where you cannot see anything that's underneath is maybe not the best time to look for Or look on our YouTube channel in a week or two. There's a, I'll put up a little film. I've been trying to find this trail all over Christmas. The only thing I would say is that I've been looking for it 
as it's getting dark every single time it's pitch black by the time yes. I finish trying to find it. So. Not making it easy on yourself, Not really, are you? No. So we decided to go for a romp on this on the snowshoes and pack a little bit of a trail that you know maybe Jamie might hit on a weeknight even as it's so close and anyways we were bushwhacking and and we we did pop out to where you wanted to eventually get to I mean by no means was that a direct route <laughs> no or rideable ride through trail I mean you could give if you gave it some attention you could but so there's a creek which we didn't get to but there's a creek on the comes out of the quarry out of the lake and the creek runs down to Lake Erie is it so the creek connects the quarry to the to the lake yeah correct and that creek is solid like solid rock it's like rock slabs and rideable even when the weather's crap because all the mud is drained away from it so and it's a fairly steep but it's a flat surface so you can ride and I've ridden on the creek part but then you come to a bank and you go up the bank and then with a little bit of effort you could push a trail through and I think that's where the trail goes and I thought when we were walking to the other day that we'd in snowshoes that's what we'd found I don't think it is but we did find the graveyard which I've been struggling to get to I have no idea what you're talking about all that other creek part but that's okay I knew where the dead center was so whilst Jessica was looking at berries probably <laughs> buckthorn berries or something. no they were red ones this time so looking at berries I, I saw a hill and I'm like I'm gonna go and stand on top of that hill because then I'll be able to see where the mountain bike trail is or the trail is so I stood on the top of the hill and looked around and I saw a trail that was probably you know like side by side width I would say and I thought okay that must be it so I strolled down to have a look at it and it had got um, skidoo or whatever you call them yeah. trails so I thought well I'll, I'll just follow that then and I guess when the skidoo went over it it was colder because I walked over it and it turned out to be a big puddle that the ice then gave away on and I ended up up to my thighs in what can only be described as muddy stagnant water <laughs> the other thing as well is is that with my rather dated snowshoes there's no quick release <laughs> so I couldn't get them off which meant that I was then like had like wavy flippers on which was not of any use at all really so I had to roll over onto my back to get out which was fine but it was just a bit didn't feel very dignified Ow. meanwhile Jessica's still looking at berries in the head I actually had found some pussy willows that's what it was and then I just heard some kind of splashing. Commotion. No, I actually heard water like splashing that was around. Me. So anyway, I managed to drag myself out of it, and then we walked back down to the road and walked around to the car. I mean, it was cold, but it was fine. Is what it is. Um, and then on the way down, I then noticed a sign that said "No Entrance to Nature Reserve," which is actually where the path was I was looking for so which was quite obvious might I yeah just I add. guess but next time 
I'm going to try and go in from that end and see what I find. I don't think the two link. I think they're too overgrown and a saw or a chainsaw is required probably to link them back together. But we shall see. I am not given up because I know in the summer when it's all bone dry it will be an excellent trail. Yeah, and you're hopeful to do a little, create a little loop, right? Yeah, I am. Um, anything excellent. in the interest of mountain biking. Also, I've spoken to the local warden for that area he's pretty cool with whatever as well so if the trail already exists he doesn't have a problem with us riding it and kind of making it rideable so um, yeah so that's that little comment yep that was a good little bushwhacking excursion it was proper I'd say so anything else you wish to add anything else on the list there's only one more thing to say get lost